Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. A skeleton is found in a tree in rural England during World War II. Was she a victim of circumstance or something more nefarious? Join us today on the Cold Case Files as we look to answer who put Bella in the witch elm. Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Follow us on Twitter at True Crime NS. Like us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash true crime never sleeps slash message. Tune in next week for an all new episode. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. On today's episode of Cold Case Files, we look to answer who put Bella in the Witch Elm. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex. Poddex is a hunt's new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Use code Larry21 for 10% off your order. That's Larry, L-A-R-R-Y, 21, for 10% off your order. Now let's get into the case. On April 18th, 1943, four teenage boys from Birmingham, England, were marching through Hadley Wood searching for food. World War II was raging across Europe, and due to rationing, Bob Farmer, Robert Hart, Fred Payne, and Thomas Willits were on the lookout for bird nests that night. That might have some free eggs. One of the boys went off to look in the stump of an old witch elm tree. When he peered through the tangled branches, a round white object caught his eye. The young man had not discovered an egg, but a human skull. One of the boys used a stick to remove the skull from the tree. Before leaving the scene, the skull was replaced, and it said the boys vowed never to speak of it again. By the next day, one of the boys squealed to his father, who in turn alerted police. One of the boys, Thomas Willits, accompanied police back to the stump, located just 35 yards from Hagley Wood Lane. Authorities found a tree approximately five to six feet tall with an opening that tapered down, getting as narrow as 17 inches in diameter at one point. Investigators gathered the skull and other bones from the tree, as well as some bones found in the surrounding area, believed to have been scattered by foxes and squirrels. Forensic scientist Professor J.M. Webster was then able to partially reconstruct the skeleton of a woman between 25 and 40 years old, most likely closer to 35. The bones showed no signs of disease or violence, though a large piece of taffeta had been stuffed into the mouth, leading to a suspicion of asphyxiation as a possible cause of death. 
probable description, the woman was released to the public, describing a woman just five feet tall with light brown hair, dressed in a striped blue and mustard-colored cardigan and a mustard-colored skirt. On a blue shoe, size five and a half, was found outside of the tree, inside the trunk with its matching partner, as well as a cheap rolled gold wedding ring. It was believed that the woman had been dead for at least 18 months. Suicide as a possible cause of death was ruled out due to the particular shape of the tree. Webster said, quote, I cannot imagine a person getting into the tree voluntarily. Even a small person like this could not have get in without doing herself a considerable amount of tearing. Police looted the records of missing women, but turned up nothing. After releasing the probable description of the woman, calls came in from around the area, but none of the leads produced a match. An inquest jury found a verdict of, quote, murder by some person or persons unknown, end quote. On May 4th, a report was published in the Birmingham Daily Gazette calling for dentists to come forward who may recognize some distinctive features in the woman's teeth. In the lower jaw, her front teeth overlapped and a tooth was missing from the right side. Likely polled by a dentist within a year of the woman's death, still not, no identity could be given to the remains. In March of 1944, an empty building in Birmingham was graffitied in chalk, quote, Who put Bella down the witch elm? Hagley Wood? It has been almost a year since the body was found, though this was the first time she was given a name. The words appeared too high up on the wall to be attributed to boys pulling a prank. Police were intrigued. After discovering the graffiti, another report came into authorities about a house on Hayden Hill Road and had similarly been vandalized months prior with the words, Who put Luabella down the witch elm? Because the graffiti was all in the same handwriting, and because the tags all spelled witch correctly, police believed a lone countryman was responsible. Anyone who knew of Abella who had gone missing were asked to alert the police. In August of 1944, the writings began to appear again. Hagley Wood and Luabella was opposite Rose and Crown Hasbury, was found written both in nearby Haleazowin and Wolverhampton. Again, the handwriting appeared to match the previous vandalism. Still, no one could turn up records of any Luabella or Bella that matched the body found. In 1953, nine years after the last graffiti of note appeared, police finally found their witch elm Banksy, though it turned out that the authorities had been barking up the wrong tree. The uh, county's detective superintendent remarked, quote, it was the work of a crank, who we are satisfied knew nothing and had nothing to do with the case. So it seemed that Bella was even Bella after all. some theories. Our first one, most well-known, or most talked about, was Mystery Woman's death occurred during one of the war's air raids. Upon hearing air raid sirens, the women may have sought safety in the woods. Police suppose the women may have been attacked and gained, perhaps dying accidentally as a result, and then stuffed into the elm. Her family would assume she died in the raids and not alerted any authorities. However, this theory fails to explain how the woman got in the tree and who was responsible. One thing about the air raid, 
could be the actual sirens going off would then cover any screaming. And the second theory is the woman may have been a human sacrifice. Egyptologist Dr. Margaret Murray stated that there were still remnants of witchcraft in isolated parts of Great Britain. According to Murray, the sacrifices are carried out by people who still believe in religion practiced in Britain before Christianity, who we call devil worshippers. They still practice black magic. The belief is that if life is taken out of the ground through farming, it must be replaced by a blood sacrifice. Murray believed not just the woman found in the witch elm, but also another person later found murdered in the area, could be attributed to these devil worshippers. According to Donald McCormick, there had always been talk of Hagley Wood being the home of some coven's witches. He even pointed to an ancient tradition of trapping a witch's spirit inside a hollow tree, using it as a sort of prison to prevent her from causing any further trouble in the world. There were indications that the tree in which the body was found before the body was placed inside had occasionally been trimmed, which stunted its growth. And our third theory... She was a foreigner and possibly even a Nazi spy. In November 1953, a Wolverhampton newspaper received a letter claiming the sender knew the identities of the woman in the tree and her murderer. The letter, signed simply Anna, explained, quote, You will never solve the mystery if the one person who could give the answer is now beyond the jurisdiction of earthly courts. The affair is closed and involves no witches, black magic, or moonlight rites. The person responsible died insane in 1942, and the victim was Dutch and arrived illegally in England about 1941. The Anna who wrote the letter was eventually found and questioned by police. Reports say that this Anna's identity was one Una Mossop. She claimed that her husband, an RAF pilot named Jack, got caught up in a branch of a spy ring that the woman in the tree was involved in. She claimed that the woman was a spy looking for intel on where future air raids should strike in England. There are different accounts of Jack's possible involvement with the woman in the tree. One claimed that Jack and a Dutch man named Van Ralt, who was also part of the spy ring, were out drinking in a pub with the woman. She allegedly got too drunk, passed out, and the two men stuffed the poor woman into a tree as a joke. When she awoke, she was unable to free herself and ended up dying there. Another version of the story states that Van Ralt and the woman were in a car who th when they picked up Jack. A little while later, Van Ralt strangled the woman, presumably due to a disagreement within their spiring, and then put her in the tree. After hearing the of the Anna signed letter, which claimed Bella was Dutch, author Donald McCormick traveled to Holland to see if he could find anything to substantiate the claim. There, he found remarkable evidence that confirmed at least some of what Una had written. He found remarkable evidence that confirmed at least some of what she had written. McCormick learned that within the Nazi espionage system, a man named Lahur worked on recruiting accomplices who could work in Britain as spies. He allegedly had a Dutch girlfriend who lived in Birmingham in the 30s, giving her knowledge of Britain and allowing her to speak with no detectable Dutch accent. McCormick stated that in March and April of 1941, Records show five German spies were sent into England from Holland during Operation Sea Lion. One of these spies, a woman with the codename Clara, was reportedly dropped by plane over an area that happens to encompass Hagley Wood. 
Claren never made contact and was presumed MIA. Digging deeper, McCormick spoke with the former Nazi, Franz Rothgeb, who was living in Paraguay under an alias. He gave McCormick a description of Claire that largely matched that of the woman found in the tree. Declassified MI5 files revealed the existence of a German spy captured while parachuting into England in 1941 by the name of Joseph Jacobs. Once apprehended, one of his possessions particularly st sticks out. A photograph of German singer-actress Clara Burley. Jacobs claims Clara was both his girlfriend and a German spy. Jacobs claims that Clara parachuted into the Midlands, where Hagley Wood is located, but was never heard from again. While this story does seem to have a lot of differences, a lot of different and corroborating angles, Bella in the Witch Elm is likely not Clara. Clara stood 5'10", good 10 inches taller than the skeleton found in the tree. Even more damning, there is a log of Clara dying in a Berlin hospital in 1942. And that is all we have for this episode of the Cold Case Files. Let us know you, who you think put Bella in the Witch Elm. Send us a tweet at TrueCrimeNS or leave a comment in the comment section below. And if you want to support the show, buy us a coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Thank you and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Follow us on Twitter at True Crime NS. Like us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash true crime never sleeps slash message. Tune in next week for an all new episode. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.